Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. If you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco, I'm here to tell you about black. Black Buffalo, and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers. So if you're over 21, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio, the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong. Jack, you back, Jack. And Joe Getty. Joey, baby. Things are getting weird. And they're getting weird fast. I'm strong and Getty. But I know this. They're loco. And everyone knows it. But the dramatics could come down just a little bit. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. is nearly as deadly as smoking up to 15 cigarettes per day. That's according to the U.S. Surgeon General Vivek Murthy. His report states about half of U.S. adults say they have experienced loneliness. The Surgeon General is calling on workplaces, schools, and other community organizations to help boost the country's connectedness. So I read this article over the weekend and kind of had it highlighted and was planning to get to it, but I've noticed it's gotten a lot of attention a lot of different places. The current Surgeon General, which I couldn't have told you, is Vivek Murthy, uh, wrote an op-ed piece over the weekend for the New York Times, a guest essay, it's called, with the headline, We Have Become a Lonely Nation, It's Time to Fix That. He actually opens, uh, when he was a doctor years ago, dealing with somebody who had won the lottery and was said that it was one of the worst things that had ever happened to me, said this person who won the lottery. Wealthy but alone, this one vi- once vivacious social man no longer knew his neighbors and had lost touch with his former co-workers. He soon developed high blood pressure and diabetes. He was miserable and physically sick as he had changed his lifestyle in such a way that he had lost all his uh, uh, you know, social connections, mm-hmm. which is not surprising. Well, and if you're suddenly super rich like that, 
everybody who comes at you, you question, all right, are we actually friends? Do you actually like me? Do you want something from me? Are you trying to work me? You know, it makes you suspicious and, and, and weird to get you. You get weird. And this is like fame in a way. This is, yeah, exactly. Well, that, that fits in this with this of Vivek Murthy. This is his second time around as Surgeon General. He was under Obama, I guess, for a brief period. And he talked about um, when he was Surgeon General before, he'd gotten disconnected from all his colleagues and everybody that he had worked you know, for years with and so many hours with and everything like that. He had been so busy that he had neglected his friendships, um, convincing himself he needed to focus on work. And then he started to get physically sick as he was not connected to all the things he had been connected to his whole life. Um and that's what led him to write this piece in the uh, in the New York Times. As you just heard, one out of every two Americans is experiencing measurable levels of loneliness. They get into the methodology behind that. But this includes introverts and extroverts, rich and poor, younger and older. Really doesn't matter who you are. About half wow. of us are experiencing some sort of loneliness. Jack, we're more connected than ever in the new connected world. Excellent point. With, uh, yeah, that is excellent. We've talked about this before. I mean, I, I text with friends more than I ever had communication with them pre cell phones, but I talk to them less. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think most of us do that. And texting is not the same as talking. And often see them never. Right. Yeah. And you don't have that strong pull to set aside the weekend or the afternoon or whatever it would take to actually get together with somebody when you're texting on a regular basis. That's that whole weird, it, uh, it, it, it satisfies you just enough in the way that I think for a lot of young males, porn satisfies the sexual urge just enough to not make the effort to get the real thing. Um, texting mm-hmm. with your friends satisfies that urge to get together with them just enough that you don't set aside a Saturday where you get together. All these things, they just, they barely get us by, but it ain't working. If you keep eating that candy, it's going to spoil your supper. Your mom was right. Right. Yeah. So you're not starving anymore, but you ain't healthy either. You know, with all the public service announcements we hear, some are useful, I suppose, so you know, about uh, drunk driving and such, and some utterly idiotic and phony, like when teachers' unions say bullying is wrong in schools, even as they advocate for policies that cause more bullying. Um, why do we not hear, since this is like universally recognized at this point, why don't we hear public service announcements saying, get together with your friends in person? Put down your phones. It will make you a much happier person. Well, I think we are going to start hearing that, and I suggest you spend your public service announcement dollars on radio. But the Surgeon General writes, This week, for the first time, I will be proposing a national framework to rebuild social connection and community in America, which might include the very announcements you were just talking about. Mm -hmm. Loneliness is more than just a bad feeling, he writes. When people are socially disconnected, their risk of anxiety and depression increases. So does their risk of heart disease by 29%, of dementia by 50%? Man, if that's true, that's unbelievable. And there's part of me that thinks, all right, the federal government's going to try to get us to see our friends more often. I mean, if you were to tell James Madison that, he'd, he'd, he'd well, hey, he'd that's not the false. role of the federal government. You know, there's no proof that just because he was a diminutive fellow, he talked like a munchkin, Jack. I thank you to drop that. I'm the father of the Constitution, damn it. <laughs> 
Uh, but at the same time, since we have moved wholesale into socialized medicine already, uh, you know, as Craig, the healthcare guru, has pointed out, in certain states, 70% plus of all medical costs are borne by taxpayers. Anyway, since we're already there, I don't particularly want to pay for your diabetes, dementia, and heart attack. So go uh, down to the diner and hang out with your buds. So loneliness raises the risk of heart disease by a th- almost a third, dementia by half, and stroke by a third. That's incredible. The increased risk of premature death associated with social disconnection is comparable to smoking daily and maybe even greater than the risk associated with obesity. Loneliness and isolation hurt whole communities. Social disconnection is associated with reduced productivity in the workplace, worse performance in school, diminished civic engagement. When we are less invested in one another, we are more susceptible to polarization in politics, less able to pull together to face the challenges we cannot solve alone, etc., etc. This might be the underlying thing that's causing all these other things we've been talking about. It absolutely could be. Yeah, Vivek Murthy was a complete phony on a lot of COVID things, but I think he's at least mostly right on this. I just, you know, how this is going to manifest itself, how much money is going to be spent on what, you know, the cynical part of me is back to, okay, the federal government's going to bring us all together. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I'm not optimistic, Um, but uh he says, first, we must strengthen our social infrastructure. He gets into whole school-based programs that teach children about building healthy relationships. I have zero confidence that that oh, will do anything. Boy. But it will oh, cost boy. many billions of dollars, hundreds of billions of dollars, perhaps nationwide. I don't have any. But workplace, design. so in the workplace, we're going to have to all go watch a video about how we need to get together more often. That will do nothing either. But the second part, we have to renegotiate our relationship with technology creating space in our lives without our devices so we can be more present with one another. It also means choosing not to take part in online dialogues that amplify judgment and hate instead of understanding. I'm not, a, I'm not super optimistic about that. So let's stamp that. out the disinformation. The federal government will take care of it for you. Right. Right diagnosis, wrong doctor. Um, spending 15 minutes each day to reach out people we care about, introducing ourselves to our neighbors, checking on coworkers who may be having a hard time, sitting down with people with different views to get to know understand them. I ain't doing that. And see, peering into people's windows to better understand how they live their lives. <laughs> following people reading, home. Reading their mail. <laughs> <laughs> following people home to see where they live. <laughs> oh, jeez. Boy. <laughs> Correcting their children in public to show that you care about them. <laughs> Hiding under their beds. Um, that's pretty interesting. I, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not buying into any of the, um, uh, cures, the fixes. I am buying into the problem though, wholeheartedly. Yeah, I stand by my st- statement. Accurate diagnosis. I want a different doctor treating me. There are things around the edges, I guess, conceivably, the government might do, but not much. I mean, when you got into the the, the glorious plans, yeah. oh, man, did that milk curdle in a, oh, a hurry. Oh, oh, we're going to teach in schools the importance of being connected. All right. Another thing to put in schools that's not reading, writing, arithmetic. Great. 
Yeah, and again, uh, this will cost billions of dollars uh, for the teachers' unions to get up to speed to teach our children to be connected. On oh, your idea of we've got to get work, you got to go watch a video on being connected with your coworkers. That reminds me, um, there's this great story we'll get to a little later on this hour. Um, the Portland Police Department made all of the officers watch these videos about dealing with the LGBTQ, ABC, BBQ, plus two minus times three community, and uh, then asked the officers for anonymous uh, reviews of the training program. It was hilarious, although not to the people who foist these training programs on people. So that's caused a bit of fallout. I've said several times today we need to work on not being the most depressing radio show in America. So uh, I hesitate to say this, but um, <laughs> as uh, as as we as we have regularly talked about, this whole technology, internet, smartphone thing may be the doom of freaking mankind. We may not be able to survive this, at least in a way that we would recognize. It's well, possible the next generation comes to the company because it's all so new. Well, as long as you've placed us on the escalator of doom, let's go all the way up to the, the third floor. A more polarized, angry, ununited United States is uh, much more likely to be the target of aggressive moves by foreign actors that spiral out of control, nuclear holocaust, and we have a planet of the apes or beavers or, or what is a... Jonah Goldberg always saying, let's give the bees a chance. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So you're saying the fact that I don't call my friends is going to lead to nuclear holocaust. Well, that seems like a lot of pressure. Um, yeah. uh, I, I don't see it getting better unless somehow. So are your kids. Maybe it's kids between my kids and your kids that are the first generation to have this their whole lives. Um, are why I don't I don't see my kids deciding they this is not good this is not working I uh I, I've heard about a time when people didn't stare at their screens all day long and that sounds better I think we'll stop I don't believe that's going to happen I I believe the opposite as I keep saying those of us who grew up without this stuff are going to be dead soon and there'll be nobody to say it didn't used to be like this people used to sit at dinner and look at each other and talk. People used to walk down the street together and talk and look around. It didn't used to be. All of us who remember that will be gone soon. There won't be anybody to even point it out. Well, and that generation, those generations becoming more like old school us will be as foreign to them as me becoming Amish. It'll seem like a gigantic and radical lifestyle change. Right. Wow, the, yeah. the fact that it increases your chance of dementia by 50%, stroke and heart disease by nearly a third. Is amazing. Is it one of those things that is so stark and undeniable it will seep into culture without the aid of Uncle Sam and his billions of tax dollars? Could it be that more and more people just become more and more aware of it because it's so obvious? It'll be treated like smoking, like everybody thought smoking was healthy and fun and cool and whatever, and then it just became a, no, you can't do that. It's the worst thing you can do. Yeah, drunk driving, trans fats, whatever. Well, I don't know. It's it's a very simple, specific thing to not smoke. It's not a simple, specific thing to be less lonely. There's a whole bunch of areas involved in that. 
Well, and if you've been disconnected for a long time, it makes it harder to be good at being connected. Sure. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So uh, last week we were talking about the uh, Stanford language guide that their tech department put out. Um, and, and a lot of people had the highlights, like you're not supposed to refer to Americans because that makes... The citizens of the United States, it's acting like we're the only Americans. There are 42 uh, countries in this hemisphere or something like that. Um, but the list itself is pages long, and it's definitely worth a scan. For instance, in their section on institutionalized racism, it's racism that's embedded in laws and regulations of a society or an organization. It can be seen in processes, attitudes, and behavior through prejudice, ignorance, thoughtlessness, and racist stereotyping. And here are your terms you're not supposed to use. And a lot of them are like black hat, black mark, black sheep, black bald, black box, etc. Because they assign negative connotations to the color black, racializing the term. They do them okay. one at a time. Yeah, lecturing. Um, the first part, clearly true. The second part, 
I'm not convinced that you can yeah. racialize colors. No, no. And if somebody says, yeah, they got blacklisted, and then I run into an African-American man, I don't think, wait a minute, wait a minute, that's right. Black, dark skin, well, they blacklisted, would, bad, bad person, I don't like you. They would claim it was subconscious, but I don't even sure. believe it happened subconsciously. No, neither do I. Uh, that's not the way language works. But that's that's the part that's defensible. Let's continue on. Don't use the term brown bag. Use the term lunch and learn or tech talk. Historically associated with the brown bag paper test that certain black sororities and fraternities used to judge skin color. Those whose skin color was darker than the brown bag were not allowed to join. I've now, never heard this first in my of life. All, <laughs> first of all, that's interesting. Yeah, I, that's a real thing. That is racism, colorism within black communities. Oh yeah, I'm reading which, the uh, I'm reading the, uh, the award-winning biography of Malcolm X from last year. This is supposed to be the 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 biography of Malcolm X. A lot of stuff in there because he was very light-skinned black man, um, uh, uh, and growing up and his mom and everything and just how how big a deal that was in the black community, the hue of your. How black you were or not. Really yeah. a big deal. I mean, like, but big, only big white deal. people can be racists. Keep that in mind. What's the title of that? Malcolm X, complicated son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look it up. Okay. Uh, so that brown bag. So the, the idea that let's have a brown bag. Uh, dudes up your own hiney, ridiculous, laughable, woke jackasses. As a young lad, I carried a brown bag full of my meager lunch to school every day for like a dozen years. That's where the term comes from. Got nothing to do with that other thing. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. So I've been saying regularly for a year and four months now, we should all thank God every day that we don't live in a town that could be bombed overnight. I mean, that is a unique thing that we get being Americans, that there's zero chance of that happening. Whereas in Kiev, it's been happening every night now for about the last half a dozen days. And there are a whole bunch of other smaller towns, as you know, that have been wiped off the map. Don't exist anymore. Just don't exist anymore. Uh, but I thought this was really interesting before we get back to the attacking in Russia by whatever group is doing that. Kevin Williamson of the Dispatch wrote this piece from Kiev last week. And this was surprising to me. This doesn't feel like a city at war or a city under martial law, not at first anyway. Kiev is a city with packed restaurants. Reservations are hard to come by. Packed bars, packed cafes, busy streets. Our hotel is bustling. The traffic is substantial. And overall, Kiev has the look and feel of an ordinary European capital. I I was surprised by that. Yeah, yeah, I read that myself, so it's familiar to me, but... um. Uh, yeah, although I, I wonder whether that's changing now. Um, 
Of course, you know, the, the Brits famously kept a stiff upper lip and went about their business during just mind-boggling bombing by the Nazis. Well, from what I understand of reading history about these things, you don't at first, but pretty soon you do, and you just think, well, what, am, what are we going to do? Are we going to hide in a house forever now? Yeah. Yeah. At some point, you got to get back to regular life. But that's interesting, isn't it? I, I wouldn't have landed in Kiev and thought there was a restaurant open and it was busy and I need a reservation. I'll have to get one tomorrow so I can get in. I had no idea of that. And I was just watching a video New York Post had of a bomb falling in the middle of a busy intersection that could have been anywhere USA. Cars at a stoplight in the morning headed to work. Bomb lands there because it's one that got through our Patriot missile defenses that we've sent to Kiev that is being pretty successful. Yeah, I was just reading about that. They're actually, the Ukrainians are utilizing something like half a dozen different air defense systems, and they've successfully meshed them together in what's one of the most successful air defense systems ever devised, just because the technology is so good. But, yeah, from like a half dozen different countries, never get a day off. It's uh, And, and uh, Zelensky said the other day that, our air defense forces need every bit the praise of our ground troops because they're doing heroic work. Just yeah, that was it's, interesting. yeah, I heard him say that too. And I was reminded of, uh, again, the, 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 the Battle of Britain, um, 1940, I guess it was when they were under the heaviest attack. And Winston Churchill famously said about the pilots that were going up and defending the city never have so many owed so much to so few those pilots doing that. Well, in this case, it's the, Amazing technical systems that Kiev has never have so many owed so much to technology mm-hmm. given to them by other countries, as opposed to having to send pilots up, which actually they would be able to send pilots up if we had trained them a long time ago and given them the planes. I want to talk about that in a second, but here's a little bit from uh, ABC News last night on more of the attacks in Russia. Ukraine now taking the fight inside Russia. Explosive drones striking two oil refineries deep inside Russian territory, setting one of them on fire. Russian regions bordering Ukraine also under attack. The aftermath seen in videos circulating online. A Russian official saying one person killed and two seriously injured by Ukrainian artillery. These latest attacks coming after a swarm of explosive drones hit Moscow. A Ukrainian official suggesting Ukraine was responsible uh, well, Zelensky's saying he didn't know anything about it, and that might be true. I don't know. But I do like the theory that it's an attempt to make those oligarchs in the super fancy neighborhoods think, wait a second, what's going on here? I might get my house blown up. Why are we in Ukraine? What is that? Hey, Vladimir, could you remind me of why we're doing this again? Yeah, well, and to that end, I am, uh, just as an aside, I've just begun reading for the third time The Rise and Fall of the Third Reich. What a by great William book. Shirer. It's indescribably great. It is, he was a journalist and not an, a, a, a historian. And for some reason, it's just, it's so accessible the way it's written. It's very common sense. It's not like academic. Um, but I, I'm fascinated now. Michael will make jokes that I'm somehow a closeted Nazi. No, it's, <laughs> what? That's horrible. <clears throat> He's been making that joke for 20 years. That's a horrible joke. I did not approve. <laughs> You've made it. Anyway, um, no, it's just I'm, I'm completely fascinated by the idea of a populist totalitarian, totalitarian manipulating a democratic political system, um, to his ends and how that transition from democracy to totalitarianism was, was pulled off. 
Um, anyway, um, and it's a wonderful book, but at some point there will, I hope, be a similar book written about this Yevgeny Prigozhin. Mm, right. And his wheelings and dealings in Russia right now. He's the guy who's the head of the Wagner Group. He was, he was uh, Putin's caterer. They call him Putin's chef, but he's a calculating guy in the same way that Hitler was a nondescript corporal in the army who had trouble hanging on to a job. This Prigozhin guy, Prigozhin, um, he has an origin story that would not lead you to he's become one of the most powerful and dangerous men on earth but he is that calculating cunning type uh, but anyway fresh off the quote unquote victory in capturing bakhmut uh, prigozhin warned that moscow's brutal war could plunge russia into turmoil similar to the 1917 revolution that it could backfire unless its detached wealthy elites become more directly committed to the conflict he also asserted the war has backfired spectacularly by failing to demilitarize Ukraine. He also called for totalitarian policies. We're in a situation where we can simply lose Russia, Prigozhin said, uh, using an expletive to hammer home his point. We must yeah. introduce martial hammer, law. Hammer home's a tough term when you're talking about a guy who oh. slays people with sledgehammers. Wow. Good call. Good catch. We must introduce martial law. We unfortunately must announce new waves of mobilization. We must put everyone who is capable to work on increasing the production of ammunition. Russia needs to live like North Korea for a few years, so to say. Wow. Close the borders and work hard. Wow. Well, I don't think the population's up for that. Citing public anger at the lavish lifestyles, lavish lifestyles of Russia's rich and powerful, Prigozhin warned that their homes could be stormed soon by people with pitchforks. Oh man, there's a quote. Some serious Game of Thrones stuff going on here. Yeah, listen to this. Gets a little personal. He singled out Ksenia Shoigu, the daughter of the defense minister, who was spotted vacationing in Dubai with her fiance, a fitness blogger. Quote, the children is blogger. Yeah, how perfect is that? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's like written by the onion. A fitness blogger. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Where was I? Uh, The children of the elite shut their traps at best, and some allow themselves a public, fat, carefree life. Uh, This division might end as in 1917 with a revolution, when first the soldiers rise up and then their loved ones follow. You know, what's interesting about that is that's a lot of the same commentary that got Navalny poisoned and in prison. I mean, he, he, he rose to fame by publishing photos of the super lavish lifestyles of all the oligarchs. And, uh, that's why Putin tried to kill him and why he's dying in prison right now and all, and all that. But so now this military leader is saying some of the same stuff. Right, right. There's a, there's a concept in dictatorships where you've got your, your critical supporters, your oligarchs in the case of Russia and, and, uh, the military. Um, you've got to keep those critical f- supporters on their toes and begging you for, you know, favors and indeed their lives by occasionally zapping one. You've got to keep them insecure. Dependent on you and fairly certain they're in your good graces, but not completely certain. So, and, and you do that sometimes by replacing them. So it looks like Prigozhin is maybe with Putin's approval saying, all right, old oligarchs, some of you are going to go now because you've not been sufficiently loyal to Putin. You haven't supported the war. And some of those guys are going to end up on the gallows. 
So I was listening to a New York Times columnist yesterday who'd recently been in Ukraine and interviewing a lot of people and said it was the, um, uh, uh, what do you call it when everybody agrees, um, conventional wisdom there among the like two-star generals and everybody that Putin is not going to use nuclear weapons. So that the idea of being concerned about that by pushing too far is not even an issue that they think about at all at this point. Okay. But the question asked uh, by uh, another columnist, and I, there was no answer to, and I wonder about this myself. So when Joe Biden says no about a weapon system or a plane or training pilots or the Patriot missiles or whatever, and then changes his mind, is that based on anything? Is that like based on, did conditions on the ground change? Or or is it just like complete? Because... Because they were making the argument, if it's based on something, they should do a better job of explaining it to people, because it looks like it's just haphazard. It's just like no, and then all of a sudden yes for no particular reason, which makes you look really incompetent. I think it just goes back to the fact that Biden has a pretty well-established rep, is cautious to the point of paralysis. And he so never... he, he waits until it is a one-foot putt. Before he says, yeah, we'll go ahead and do that. So it's zero risk. Right. Bingo. Until he's 100% certain there's zero risk. Plus, he's old and senile, so there's that. Because there's certainly no explanation that I remember ever coming forth whenever we change our mind. Oh, speaking of mind changes, because you're right, you're 100% right. Uh, Can I hear clip number 21, Michael? It's Mary Bruce and John Kirby on ABC tonight. Does Ukraine, you know, a country that's been under attack for more than a year, not have a legitimate right to to attack its aggressor back on its own territory? We don't tell them where to strike. We don't tell them, uh, you know, we're not to strike. That's a change. That is a change. Do not use our weapon systems to attack inside Russia. That's all they got is our weapon systems at this point. I mean, they've got a scattering of old Soviet-era hardware still laying around. It's either ours or some other NATO countries for the most part. Right, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, I thought that that, was uh, underreported. Well, they're being wiped off the map city by city. You sure as hell have a right to fight back wherever you got to fight back to end the damn thing. And I like Joe Biden said yesterday when Putin complained about the attacks, he said, you can end this by pulling out of Ukraine. I thought that was the right answer. Yeah, you can end it. You can end it today if you want to. It'll all stop. At some point, I want to talk about uh, corruption in Ukraine. It's still because a lot of people who are anti are in our involvement in Ukraine cite how corrupt and uh, Russia ish it is. I think that's the wrong analysis, but they're not wrong about the corruption. But, uh, you know, we'll move on for now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER 
Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. All right, so speaking of uh, world leaders, let's play a little game you can play along at home or in your car. Just raise your hand when your oogie meter goes off. (laughs) Your oogie alarm. The Dalai Lama has apologized following outcry over... Why don't I describe to you step-by-step what happened and you let me know when your oogie meter goes off. The spiritual leader's office. Oh, thanks. Find time to go out. So the the llama, if I were playing golf. I got to wake up my computer. Wake up. Stupid. If I'm playing golf against the Dalai Lama, it's mostly his putting game. that. uh, To me, the most striking feature of his game is that he is a long hitter. The llama. Oh, let's see. Footage of the bizarre interaction went viral on social media. Hmm. All right. Here's what happens. In the video, the boy approaches a microphone and asks, can I hug you, of the Dalai Lama? Nothing to yet. No, certainly not. Again, play along at home. The 87-year-old says, okay. Uh, yeah, it'd be, weird here. To, it'd be weird to say anything else. And invites him on stage. Okay. The Dalai Lama motions to his cheek and says, first here. And the boy gives him a hug and a kiss. Okay, I'm not, I wouldn't do that, but... He holds the boy's arms and turns to him, saying, quote, Then I think fine here also, as he points to his lips. 
<laughs> okay, I'm officially both hands up on Oogie Meter. Oh, no, 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 don't be kissing oh, old men on the lips. Oh, the spiritual leader then grabs the boy's chin and kisses him on the mouth as the audience laughs. Quote, and suck my tongue, the Dalai Lama oh, tells the boy. Right. <laughs> No. There's the official government hoogie meter going off. He did not. He told the boy sticking out his tongue. Is that a, is that culturally acceptable in parts of the world that I'm not aware of it? Uh, not that I'm aware of. They press their foreheads together, and the boy briefly pokes out his tongue before backing away as the Dalai Lama gives him a playful slap on the chest and laughs. How old's the The boy goes to move away, but the Lama shakes his hand and holds it to his cheek before pulling him in for another hug. He then offers the boy some spiritual advice, which I'll get to in a moment. Was it about stranger danger? Because that's probably what he should be telling him. (laughs) Oh, my. Oh, my. Mm. The spiritual leader's office released a statement on Monday said, quote, he wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as his many friends across the world, for the hurt his words may have caused. Sorry about that whole tongue-sucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, his holiness often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras. I do that all the time. Saying that he regrets the interaction. I didn't be more playful. I'm going to go do that with the the, the women over there in the sales end. Anybody want to suck my tongue? (laughs) hey i'm just being playful wow we need someone who's from other parts of the world to say no 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 it's like it's as normal as a handshake where i'm from i need somebody to say that otherwise Uh, i have some problems the video has also gone viral on spanish language social media oh the uh the clip caused a stir in india Blah, blah, blah. Creepy. Disgusting. Blah, blah, blah. It's causes stir in India. Well, he's from that part of the world. Mm-hmm. So they're not aware of the cultural normalcy of tongue sucking. That's a uh, very intimate not. act. Very intimate act. In most settings, yes. Yes, indeed. It's either very intimate or very drunken. Or both. But it's, it's, it's a rarely a sober with someone you've just met. So his office in the the apology said that sometimes his off-the-cuff remarks, which might be amusing in one cultural context, lose their humor in translation when brought into another. That's a complicated way of saying you had to be there. Uh, It's funny in Nepal. (laughs) Oh, it kills in Nepal. It's a well-known bit in Nepal. Yeah. So uh, the spiritual advice he offered the lad... After the rather randy and off-putting suggestion was, quote, look to those good humans who create, those good human beings who create peace and happiness, and do not follow those human beings who always kill other people. And if you see an ice cream truck and it looks like the sign is hand-scrawled, stay away from it. Wow. Now, would you like to see a puppy? Oh, ho, ho, ho. Allegedly. Perhaps I that's interesting. Well, he did apologize. Yeah, 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 and it was it was clearly being silly with the boy. Yeah, okay. Let me be, give you my most charitable view of this. Is it possible? Well, I don't need. For some reason, I was making some assumptions that I don't know if are true. 
Does the Dalai Lama not have a wife or sex or anything? Like, is it Pope-like? I don't know. I don't remember. For some reason, I was picturing the Dalai Lama being chased, but I don't know if that's the case. But if the Dalai Lama is... He's going to be chased through the streets if he keeps offering this sort <laughs> of thing little boys. Hi. Um, if the Dalai Lama is is not uh, uh, someone that uh, engages in that sort of thing, Pope-like, maybe he's so out of that world where you wouldn't realize that sucking on somebody's tongue is a is a hyper-erotic sort of sexual thing. Maybe he just wouldn't know that because he well, doesn't it, do that sort of thing and never has. I don't know that that's the case. I, I simply don't know. But he's also 87 years old. And it's, it's a like well-known, right, it's a well-known phenomenon that often at that age people lose their filter. And, like, not just because they're old and they don't care what people think of them. Like, they don't get that what they're saying is wildly inappropriate. God, so. I, I already have that problem. What am I going to be like when I'm 80? Oof. I'll be, like Andrew, I'll be like Andrew Dice Clay when I'm in my 80s. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Hey, guys. You know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A Redwood Forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and logic. Love and logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give Love & Logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love & Logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.